Hey, welcome everyone to season two, episode three of Never Go Full Nelson. I am one of uh, your guests here, one of your hosts, Ben Nelson, and my son here, Nick Nelson. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. The other, other, the other, dude, other white meat. The other white meat. He's involved with us too. Oh. White meat all of a sudden didn't sound that as funny as it did. No, the first no, it didn't came off across. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. It's, it's, it's from Austin Powers, people. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, it's okay, man. Yeah, he did uh, it first. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Welcome, everyone. Uh, we're we're back here behind the mics here and uh, catching up still on social uh, distancing, Nick and yes, I, from yes. each other. I mean, but, it helps uh, when, considering that we were, like, if we lived in the same town, this might be kind of weird. Yeah. But, I mean, still, you would still probably do it this way just because of social distancing. It's actually distancing, pretty convenient but, when yeah. you think about it because, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, even if you lived right down the road, it'd be like, man, eh, you know, don't have to, you know, pack my shit up and come on. Up. No. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. No, this is definitely more convenient. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, I, as a matter of fact, I wouldn't, I guess if, you know, some of these podcasts I listen to, they, they have their guests come into their podcast place and podcast yeah. palace and have them come in or whatever. But yeah, that's know. what I kind of want to get worked up to, but you yeah. know. Well, hopefully, you know, I just heard some disheartening stuff on the NPR today. They're like, uh, there's this doctor talking from, I don't know where the fuck he was from. He's somewhere cool. and uh, Some doctor place. He had a cool name and he was from somewhere cool and he had a cool accent. I don't know where he was from. Cool accent. Um, yeah. And then uh, he was like. A diploma. That kind yeah, of stuff. exactly. He's a, he had a doctorate. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. And uh, he was like, oh, you, you know, like, um, yeah, this is, uh, this is, the, I don't think people understand like, like this isn't ever going to go away. Like this is something that we as humans are going to have to live with for the rest of our lives. Even though we have a vaccine for it now, people are still probably going to sick, get sick and the vaccines are going to probably keep you from dying more likely. But this is something that's a part of our, our human, just like the flu is COVID is a part of our lives for the rest of our lives now. Or colds. Colds yeah, or are colds. coronaviruses. Yep. yep. So, so it's not a good cold to get mm-hmm. And You know, let's face it. A cold is just fucking miserable. It sucks, just dude. A, just a fucking cold. Yeah. yeah, man, it sucks. And the older you get, the the worse it is, too. Everybody's had a cold where they thought, oh, I'm just fucking dying, man. Uh-huh. Well, hey, coronavirus said, hold my beer. Yeah, okay, I can make it to I, where I you're actually dying. I am going to make it to where you can actually die. Yeah. I know. That, that sounds like a apocalyptic theory, you know, but um, I don't know. I think that... It, it really it, that the, the the two human reactions baseline are fucking ignore, pretend it ain't happened. But yeah. those guys, we all know those people. Yeah, I don't know, sixty yeah. percent of the people in the United States. And it's hard not to. It's hard too. I'm not gonna lie. Like I get around, you know, people sometimes. Like me and Neil get together every once in a while, and you know, we're not exactly doing the social distancing we probably should be doing. But it's fucking hard, man. It's been hard. It's been hard. Like, and I mean, I'm not saying I go out to groups of thousands of people, you know what I mean? And, but it's, it's, you know, like I probably shouldn't be getting together with Neil, you know, every couple of weeks or so, or Peter came over last night to help me move a bunch of shit. Cause I couldn't do it by myself. You know what I yeah, mean? I, yeah. I needed him to come over to help me do that. And you mm-hmm. know, like I, I, it's just, it's, it is, it's getting harder and harder to keep up these fucking social bubbles. distance walls bubbles, and bubbles. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're, we're still not going out around large people or crowds, but you know, 
It's 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 been hard to keep up, man. And they're like, well, oh yeah, but, fall but, is is probably when things are going to start normalizing a little bit again, and the balls are going to come down a little bit. But you know, that's no, even I wouldn't be too hard on yourself because th- this is where, as a society, you know, and people want to argue about this, but f off, no, fuck off, just go ahead and completely fuck yeah. off. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, this is where government comes in. This is the, the use of government. The good use of government, and they think, oh, you know, oh, it's to help us as a society defeat something, defeat yeah. something bad. That, you know, they're not taking anything away from you. You know, uh, you know, when it comes to a disease or uh, some uh, an enemy or terrorism or mm-hmm. you know bad things that are going to happen to us, right? Um, you know, or to make sure that you know people that are yeah. feeding you food or feeding you food that's not going to fucking kill you. That's a good. That's a good uh, thing for that government. Was to, that? Oh my god! Yeah. I watched that um doc uh, that movie with Mark Ruffalo called Dark Water. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah. Did you watch that? Yeah. That was fucked up, man. That's real, man. That's really that, fucked that up. That really fucking happened. That is insane, yeah. man. It that was insane. Which is we're feeding us Teflon by the spoonfuls. And fucking killing us. Yeah. That, that, that that thing at the end was like, uh, what was it like? Ninety nine percent of the all animals, yeah. including us in the world, have at least one percent of Teflon, Teflon in, in us. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dupont. Much. Thank you, Dupont, for that. F I off, hope you man. made some millions and billions of dollars. You know. Well, yeah, and they're still fighting. They're still fighting that. You know, and it's like everything. So, yes, um, what we could all do, what we could all do. Yeah, that was that whole self-regulation thing. Oh, they're going to self-regulate, right? Oh, (laughs) cram it. You know, that doesn't happen. Self-regulation, you know who self-regulates? Nobody. I don't self-regulate myself. (laughs) People don't self-regulate. No. Have you ever met people before? (laughs) Have you ever peopled? Have you ever peopled before? You yeah. know that. You know that in your heart is like, well, good companies will self-regulate. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, they yeah, self-regulate. How they self-regulate is to screw everyone that they can. Well, in the For name of making a buck. Yeah, they just do. And it's not they this big. Ma- and we've talked about it before. It's not like this big machine. It's like this. It's just individually. Uh, you get a lot of individuals. You know, that have a little bit of self-motivation, self-interest together. But watching DuPont, it was kind of hard that watching that movie to not think that 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 there was a couple of evil fucking motherfuckers just standing around like, whoa, whoa, what happens if we put it in cigarettes and let them smoke it? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, Jesus were- Christ, where the fuck are these people? They're yeah. like James Bond villains, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They that was that was something. And so far as how that applies to this particular situation, yeah. here it is. Um yeah, we could stop that entire fucking disease out, just like every other fucking disease. We could. We can. And that's what the use of, the, you know, but you have to have a government who's got their shit together, and you've got to have them to where they're not afraid to tell people, here's what you're going to fucking do. We're gonna, Like New Zealand did. We're going to stop the shit out yeah. of this disease, and then we're all going to get vaccinated. And if it peaks its fucking head up, we're going to stomp its guts out. If one person gets it, we're going to know, and we're going to stomp it out. So it's never fucking coming back. But yeah. that fucking ship sailed the fuck away, didn't it? Yeah, that's that's done. That's done. Yeah, we, we yeah, going yeah. There. That's hard to get back to now. So you know what? 
This is a prize. You know, what was that uh, that guy that used to work for me say? Once you earn a prize, it's yours to keep? Yeah. 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 We could have stomped this thing out. We could have. Everybody together. Wear a fucking mask. Uh, stay to fuck home or stay out of fucking reach and da da da. Wait till the friggin' uh, you know mm-hmm. you can get vaccinated and then we'll and then social social tracing all that stuff they were saying. Yeah, we could have had a normal society. Yeah, I know. Congratulations, yep. America, America. But now this is what we're stuck with. Um, well, and there you know it can still be done. I don't know how you get how you, how you get there from here, but it, it can still happen. It's I don't think be so because you know there, I. It is insane. It is insane for me. There are like, uh, yeah, 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 the internet is are notoriously a terrible place to begin with, right? And then, and then, uh, there are still like hordes and hordes and hordes of of Trumpers still holding on to this idea that that he was like God's gift and the best president ever. And it's just, I thought that like after you know some people you know like when they're like cult members are awoken up to the reality of what they were involved with, you know, more and more start slipping out. And then they're like, Oh shit, I can't believe that I was in a fucking cult. What the hell? You know what I mean? And then, but it's not happening. It's not, if you, cause I just, I just saw this thing where like, uh, what is it? Frost something rather, uh, in Florida, some fucking meth head town over near us. Oh, frost proof. Yeah. I was like, we're going to have a national Trump day. Yeah. And all these <laughs> like 200,000 comments on there. Just fucking like God's gift to the world. And like, just fucking just weird people, man. Who the fuck are these people? Where are these people? I, I don't know. Hey, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't fucking care. You know, it, it, yeah, but you like should. That. This is they, bad. Those this people, is people like the that population. have been around forever. They've been around forever, man. You and I talk about it. You know, is that you know, be careful who you bring into your your circle of friends. You know, because guess what? You know, it, just by osmosis, those people will cause you friggin' yeah. pain and and suffering because they're idiots. You know, and I mean, they just they've just been around ever since there've been people at all. Yeah, hey, you exactly. know, cavemen probably had those assholes around too, right? I'm sure they did. They were always like oh. getting, getting people fucking killed and saying, Oh, going out there and bringing the friggin' sloth back in there. And I'm like, no, don't bring that in here. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, they're like, it, what? He, yeah. What? And it was, you know what? He probably wore a headdress and painted his face like that guy. Yeah, sure. Yeah. He did. Yeah, I like that instructions. <laughs> but anyway, we can set that aside for a little bit, you know, because there's other things going on in life right now. I got some fun topics to talk to you about too. I mean, cool. Uh, did you got some? You want to lay it on me first, or you? No, wanna... go ahead. You first. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, I gotta say, I live in Orlando. I got some pretty okay radio stations up here, but you know what radio station I don't have? I don't right. have a smooth jazz radio station in Orlando, and so and and it got me thinking, like. What the fuck happened to Steve? Where did it go? <laughs> do do you boomers still listen to smooth jazz? I well, I do. I don't know about boomers <laughs> in general. I mean, I like well, smooth no, jazz personally. It's like it's a guilty general, pleasure no. of mine. It it was a guilty pleasure no. of mine. In general, they don't. No, anyone? in general, I would say no, they don't. Uh, but you know, you still it's on XM. You, there's still an XM. Yeah, but even then, jazz. it's like it's like this really watered down version of like. The smooth jazz, you know that. Well, I, that we, you know, uh, I think, I think that you've got smooth jazz so far as kind of elevator music jazz. Yeah, which is kind of Kenny terrible. G. Yeah, that's Kenny terrible G. stuff. Terrible. It's garbage. Terrible. Gar- terrible. Terrible. Terrible yep. music. 
Uh, and, but then you've got, you know, the, the spiral gyros and, and, you know, like I said, special effects. I mean, it, well, lay it on our listeners here. I mean, if we were to get into real solid nineties jazz music, yeah, yeah. what are some, I, I what are some good suggestions that our listeners could like dig into with the, with the good nineties smooth jazz, you know? Oh, Russ Freeman, spiral gyro, Hiroshima, uh, Special effects. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a right? good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah acoustic guitar- alchemy. Acoustic alchemy. Yeah, that's good too because it's like guitars. They, oh, they yeah. Really yeah. The guitar and stuff. These are all, this isn't just people who just kind of just wrote, kind of play the same thing over and over and over. No. No, this is, this is thought producing kind of uh, really, re- these guys are artists. I mean, genuinely. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, it, I just, it kind of sucks because, like, I feel like, I don't know. It's like this weird. I is 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 almost like it's gone. You know what I mean? And I know everything comes around in full circles again. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people are like, "Oh yeah, rock is dead. Rock's been dead since the fucking seventies or whatever." Well, but what it's like it's not though. They're still there. That that there, there there seems like another tier there. That's right. Well, um, it's, it's it's mutated into this other yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool that stuff that you were talking. You know, it's kind of like. Uh, you know, a lot of good hot guitar in it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, it, it, that's good so They stuff, have those man. changes those and they have those uh, note progressions that are just super jazz rooted, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I think that they probably, if you called them jazz, they would not like it. I don't know. They're kind of hipsters, so they may like it. They may like prefer right. that. I don't know. They, I think Ooh, they would go they with like... like Prog jazz like, fusion uh, or some shit, you know. Berets and have beards and stuff and whatever. I don't. I don't think. I don't. I. That's a whole different uh, generation of hipster, man. Oh, is it? <laughs> the hipsters today are like. Uh, Preston's gonna laugh at this one because I think he's growing one right now. Or, or non-erotic mullets and uh, you know shit like that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say non-erotic mullets? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Preston's gonna get it. <laughs> Those a de- are called actual mullets. That's right? called. A, it's, no, it's called. A, it's called. A, I like mullets. <laughs> You're like, oh no! <laughs> Don't speaking, tell me. speaking of nineties, man, I was thinking yeah. about another thing because have you watched Karate Kid at all? The new or Cobra Kai? Yes, I, I'm. I'm <laughs> I, it's really cheesy sometimes, but I'm still like a huge fan. I gotta tell you, I. Um, that's why I said it like that because yeah. I'm a little disappointed in myself, but. <laughs> But, you but, know, and, and because I'm like, ah, oh, this is not really well made. But then I got to tell you, uh-huh. who's the who's the, the the lead asshole? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, William uh, Zach. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not, the, not the older guy, but the, the Karate Kid's uh, nemesis. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, William. What the fuck uh, is his fuck, name? I don't Zach, know. That's how, that's how much I know the show. I don't even know the guy's name. Zach, the character. Zach. I don't even know the character's name. Uh, you know, asshole. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Head Cobra Kai Zabka. guy. William Zabka. He's amazing yeah, in this he's, thing. He's, he's amazing in this. His character back then, nothing. But now, yeah, they really, he's funny. Yeah, and and they let him have a heart every mm-hmm. once in a while, so it makes it. He's a really interesting character. It's it it shows like the reality of the situation that ob, you know, obviously the reality is that and in, you know when they brought I mean spoiler alert when they brought in uh, Elizabeth Shue in the le- re- most recent season. Um, she was like, no, that was th- three different sides to the story. There is your side. There is his side, which what we watched, the movies were Daniel right. Russo's side. And then yeah. there's the truth somewhere in the middle, which these are both just human beings, humaning. You know what I mean? I mean, William's- It's Abigail, very profound. Yeah, it's very, really- Way really. too profound for oh, that show. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, because but it is true because now Daniel, you, I, you, I think I don't know if they purposely did this. They kind of almost make him look they, like they, the dick, even when they brought Chosen in yeah, from the second yeah. film. He's you're just, like, he's yeah, like, he's, he's like, kind of an asshole. Yeah, you know, I'm like, and not in a good way. He's not even a mean asshole. He's just like, he's just got a chip on his shoulder, man. He's got he a does. major chip on his shoulder. Yeah. yeah, and every once in a while it gets brought to his attention. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, what was up yeah. with that? That was pretty hardcore, though. Karate in the '80s, even you. To karate in the eighties, I remember like I, you. I and, took karate way before that. I was in karate in the seventies. I mean, but I was in the karate in the seventies. It was like bloody. It yeah. was, yeah. I I almost got freaking killed. Oh yeah. <laughs> by by a gigantic guy. Yeah. yeah. But because I was, I fought at the Miami Grand Nationals and all that shit. You know, it it was not like, yeah, it was not like Karate Kid. Well, there was no. like 70s karate, and then there was 80s karate, which was like, the, you know, the difference probably between you and your your old friend Dan Batchelor. You know, of course, Dan yeah, Batchelor oh, yeah. was a black belt and 80s yeah. karate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he was rough. Was he? <laughs> he he's big, man. He's yeah, he, like, he was muscular. Dan, he was man. pretty jacked, six, too. Three. He was pretty muscular, yeah, too. He was worked out a lot. And like, I don't know, at the time... Uh, just you know, and we would. I was sparring. This was your old lawyer, was right? Rough as a cop, friend. buddy. He, huh? This is your old lawyer slash friend, right? Yeah. Oh, so my attorney friend. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Dan Batcher is my attorney friend, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh, one of one of my many attorney friends. I don't know what it is. They gravitate towards <laughs> marine contractors and mayors or something. I don't know what it is. But uh, or, or this cr- attorney friend, he, <laughs> yeah, he was loaded for bear black belt, and him and Tom Patterson. They used to, they were dead serious about this shit. And they would, uh, when they, the dojo that they were going to, they sparred freaking full contact, just about full contact. And of course, I would come over and, and spar with Dan just a little bit. I never did spar with him too much because I was like, dude, yeah, what you make f- me want to fucking hurt you. <laughs> yeah, I think I that's the wanna, whole point. I don't want to do that. Don't make me do that, you know? And he would grab me, he would grab me like this. And he'd be like, son. You're like stout, man. You're like a rock. <laughs> he would be like, yeah, man. He says, you know, I, you know, and he kind of moved me around a little bit. You're, oh yeah, I want to fight you. And I'm like, <laughs> no, no, you don't. There's two reasons why I fight: um, <laughs> to defend somebody who is getting hurt, or to defend myself who is getting hurt. <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> Revenge me. No, um. I'm like no, no. I don't. I don't want. No, that's work. That would be work. That no. It was like a, you know. I don't know. I miss him. I had a really good. We played racquetball. We played racquetball the same way. You guys were so eighties, uh, man. Karate and yeah, racquetball. We, we played racquetball in eighties. Every rock. Sunday we played racquetball. I would wound myself, and it took me a whole week to get back again because we slamming into walls and everything like that. Yeah, that's a fun game. Racquetball. Yeah, I would like to play it, but um. You know, I don't like getting out of bed, so you know it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very, very seldom do you get a good pattern. No, I, I, I told you I was moving shit last night. I have a 120 gallon fish tank in my living room, which is huge. It's a big fucking fish tank. You know, it's it's yeah. five and a half foot tall and it's six foot wide. You know, and it's like fucking 25 inches deep. You know, it's a big fish tank. And hmm. um, Steph and I decided to. Move the living room around. <laughs> what? But to move the fish tank, even, even, dude, even without water in this thing, like with no water at all in it, just gravel, which I'm not going to fucking empty all the gravel out. It's still like 
I don't know, 500 fucking pounds. Like it's, it's stupid big and stupid heavy. So we had to like drain all the water out. We had to put all the fish in buckets, you know, which is like always stressful on them. And then we had to move me and Peter, like we just put a piece of cardboard under it and just slid it across the floor is what we did. We didn't even try so, and fucking but what's move it. it what's the, is it's not sitting on a floor usually. What is it up it's on? It's sitting on a wooden like cabinet. But that must be some cabinet. It's it's engineering, man. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, because it's you just know, like, full of water. What does that thing weigh? Uh, let me think. Let me oh, think. easily. How many gallon is it? One hundred and twenty gallons. Holy shit! That's a thousand pounds. Oh yeah. And so, but it's, yeah, I seven, think it's uh, seven seven pounds per gallon water weighs. I have no idea. I don't, don't ask seven, me math. Yeah, I think. Okay, <laughs> I, I get the tube. Of, I, I'm always uh, figuring the weights for gasoline and in a, in a oh, boat, yeah, how much yeah, a boat yeah, weighs yeah, for yeah. gasoline. And gasoline is like half the weight, you know, of, uh, of water. You know, no, uh, it, it's like a, it's that whole Coke can theory, right? Like if you step perfectly on a Coke can, an empty Coke can or beer can, it won't crush. Oh, that's what a fish tank does. It's literally like this idea that it's supported in the four corners by like minimal support. And just the balance of the water and the tank just sit on top of this thing peacefully. Now, if you start fucking hmm. bumping into it or, you know, do anything crazy, it's going to come crashing down on you. And then you got hmm. 120 gallons. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, no, we well, pushed anyway. that thing around and I moved a couple couches and got some dryers out of here. And dude, I felt like I get hit by a bus last night when I laid down for bed, man. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. I, it was bad. I got a bad back. I'm I'm gonna get surgery on my back this year, actually, just because I got such a bad back. Yeah, I went to a I went to I went to see a, a different doctor today. You know, I'm an old guy, so I go to doctors. Mm-hmm. You know, it, well, and I don't go to doctors because there's anything genuinely wrong. I'm just gonna I'm just trying to do the right thing and get all the tests that you get done. Okay, everything's good. Okay, let me see if I can keep from fucking up. Yeah, exactly. That's basically yeah, you know, and so. It is like I'm going through this whole checklist, you know, and so, you know, old guys go to urologists. So I've never been to one before. It's 66 years old. I'm like, I, I should go to one. Uh, Neil goes all you the know? time. Neil loves it, going to the yeah, urologist. Yeah. So it's like, a pro, you know, I, yeah. I got this PSI thing that was like going up higher. And I'm like, oh, shit, that, that not, that's not a good sign. And so I went and saw this guy. So anything, everything turned out right. But... So I'm sitting and they say, okay, fill a thing out. And it's, I'm going through this list of things. And of course, fortunately, knock on wood, uh, none of the really bad diseases and stuff. I'm like, man, I'm blowing through there. Nope, 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 mm-hmm. nope. But then it got to like, tell us about your symptoms. And it says, achy joints? Yep. And sore muscles? <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, holy jeez, this looks miserable on paper. Yeah. You know, but it isn't because I'm just, I've always, you know, going from healing to, Doing something because you forget and you start doing something. It's like this weekend. I did something like you did. I, I went out there and I was feeling pretty good. Th- it was a crystal clear day. It wasn't a beautiful weekend, man. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, no, it was really glorious. nice. Yeah. So we went to that. We, went, we watched a movie outside at that fucking Lou Gardens next door to us. It was yeah, awesome. Yeah. So anyway, I ended up hurt myself. I didn't even know it. And then the next morning I woke up and I'm like, oh, I can't move my neck. Ah, you know, I mean, it's yeah. like, yeah. So yeah, that's just the way it is. But yeah, you got to keep, you got to do it again. <laughs> That's the way you keep up, keep going. Oh yeah, exactly. Neil's funny with the urology. He's like a he's like a cat in heat. He's like going ass first into the doctor's office. Like, check me, <laughs> check me, because he's just like thinking. Stick you know, your like, finger yeah. in my butt, he just, please. He's just sure. Yeah, he's he just for sure. He called me up and he goes, "Dad, <laughs> is there something wrong with me?" 
It's like a, it's like a girl that you know didn't didn't uh, do too well at the prom that nobody wanted to take home or something. <laughs> and he goes, "Is there something wrong with me?" Oh, yes, son. Yes. Oh, but it's mean, not what you just, think. <laughs> it's not in general. It's not your butt. I don't think. No, or because, your prostate. You know, the doctor, or... you know, I told him, you know, this and that, and he didn't. He wouldn't stick his finger in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always make. Easy. And I'm like, well, I know that's disappointing, but <laughs> they are. It's life, you know. Uh, yeah, anyway, we're talking about Neil leaving his mark on our brains by <laughs> wanting his butt finger. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, but, no, uh, no, not at know. all. Yeah, but anyway, so, but it was funny. He he was being funny about it. Yeah. He, Your brother does have a sense of humor as well. He, so. he does. Hey, there is something I want to talk about yeah. that has nothing to do with getting your butt fingered. Generally, uh, you know, and you know that your grandma has uh, is in memory care mm-hmm. and is in assisted living and stuff like that. And, you know, one of these days, or well, one of these days, probably now, uh, I just wanted to kind of like, you know, talk to you about that and talked about as a, as a son, because there are a lot of people out there, I think like most everybody, who goes through something similar with their parents at one time, and you will too, uh, <laughs> in some point or time, you know, that, that uh, uh, in my mom's story, I mean, you, you remember that she did really well into, well into her 80s, yeah. like, you know, 82, 83, she was flying to Idaho and doing stuff like this and uh, up to go staying up in her house up there. And I think that, you know, I think you and I had talked about that. I think that's one of the things that, that made her decline or, or really make her dementia flare up and her Alzheimer's flare up was being alone a lot yeah, and really not talking and not socializing very much. Cause you know, your grandma just kind of stuck with herself there more than anything, especially after, you know, dad passed away and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, so that's kind of funny now that the, now it's funny. The transformation is like, I had to, mom was really slipping. She didn't know she was, or was in denial about it. And so I, she was a danger to everyone. So I had to, I had to do all kinds of things and I would check online. And this is the positive of being going online. There's, there are people on there who have been through this before. And they say like, look, it's okay to, to lie to your parents who have dementia because to get them out of the car, to keep them from killing somebody and as a matter of fact, it's kind of it's your responsibility. Yeah, I mean, you, you could just say, "Yeah, you know, I'll just let them drive until they fucking kill somebody or explode mm-hmm. and fall off a cliff," but you don't do that. You and so the government, in this case, they won't take that right away from somebody. It is like you got to go to court and shit to do that, and your parents would fight you. And so what I did, I was taking care of mom and bringing her paperwork and stuff like that. I finally got her to loosen that up. I actually actually convinced her that she got a letter from FDOT that said she couldn't drive anymore, mm-hmm. you know? And and, uh, and so anyway, she was just more or less, whatever, you know? She never even looked at it. And, but after, you know, we tried to get her involved and stuff, but then it became, you know that she lived in a five-bedroom, five-bath house. Yeah, it's a big, two. By herself. Yeah, it's got to be like close yeah, to near 3,000 square foot. used to visit it when you were a kid. Yeah. Got to be close to damn yeah. near three thousand square foot. That house. It was. It's five thousand square feet. Get the fuck out of here! Is that big? totally no. shit? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. five of She's my houses. I'm in a thousand yeah. square foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's it's remarkable. Five bedrooms, five bathrooms, solid, yeah. and and just you know it's just ridiculous. And so, mom, you know, she was financially she was pretty pretty well set. But, you know, 
once she couldn't hardly write and she started writing checks to people she shouldn't be. So I was like, hey, you know, it took me a long time to, it took me to seem like longer than it was, but it took me like a year to convince her that let me, let me do that for you. Well, and you're, thank God she's got you that she can trust too. I mean, not all children are as trusting. A lot of, there's a lot of, I listen to a lot of fucked up shit, man, on podcasts, man. You know, uh, People are really fucking terrible to each other, man. I mean, really, even their own, especially family members, man. Especially well, family yeah, members. Yeah, it is. And and I was lucky enough, Nick, to have uh, a brother and sister that were uh, supportive. Yeah. And and they weren't they weren't wholly supportive the whole time. Of course, we had differences of opinions and stuff, but it was like because you know my you know Julie. She's she's like uh, geographically, she was just kind of out of the play. Yeah, she just was, and and it was too bad because she's a nurse. Yeah, exactly. And so that would have been, you know, her advice and stuff like that was just golden. But I was always checking in with her, saying like, oh, you know, I well, your siblings trust you too. I mean, they know that you're not doing stuff, you know, for your personal gain or benefit. You know what I mean? So it's like there's a lot of siblings out there uh, that don't have that kind of trust in each other. They just don't, you know. Yeah, and we've very seldom the three of us for some. I've seen uh, families argue when their parents start, mm-hmm. you know, getting older or they die and stuff. They argue over who gets what. Oh stuff. yeah, it tears, like, it tears it fucking tears people apart, dude. It's yeah, and I and for me, I don't know. There were some the things that I gave dad, you know, oh, yeah. I was things I would make in a wood shop and shit. Yeah, I, I that <coughs> meant something to me, but the stuff. Uh, you know, I really didn't mean much. And I knew that some of it really had some meaning to Julie. Mm-hmm. And, and so we just kind of did it like that. It's like, look, you know, I just told him, I said, look, anything you guys want out here, just just come and get it. Because, and this is after mom yeah. was uh, moved over into assisted living, mm-hmm. which was a trip. Uh, I, I actually, and so to, Everybody was torn. Nobody wanted. They were like, "Oh, mom doesn't want to do that." You know, she always she dreaded that. I'm like, "Look, this is a really, really great place, and she'll be around people. She needs to be around people." She was falling down all the time. I said, "She's going to end up wandering all over the place. She's miserable right now." I said, "We need. I got to get her. I got to get her moved to a place, you know, where people can be with her all the time." Yeah. And uh, so finally, Timmy. Timmy was the last one to come along because. You know, Timmy. Timmy is a—he's uh, a wild man, but he's—he's he's like all heart. You know, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. really an emotional dude, and it just crushed him to to even think about that. And so I said, I said, well, I got this. I said, I said, and if you don't want me to do this, I'm just going to turn this shit over to you. Well, that did it, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, I—I I was serious. I'm like, look, somebody else wants to do this, come come and get it, but. but you know me, Nick. I mean, I've, I've been like, I'll do it. You know, if something had to be done, I'll just go ahead and grab it and take care of it. But, but anyway, so the thing was, I had to. I told mom, COVID came along then, and of course, then it complicated it because I didn't want to. I didn't want to catch this shit, and I had people coming in part time. Yeah, I had these people, in, and so I was like, ah, somebody's got to bring some shit in here, and then I'm going to catch it from mom. But if mom catches it, how am I going to take care of her? Yeah, exactly. Right? And this was back when we didn't really, we knew nothing about it other than it couldn't fucking kill you and it's really contagious. And so I said, well, I got to get her into those into a place before it goes crazy because at least there'll be somebody there who can take care of her. Yeah. Right? So anyway, uh, so 
So uh, I got her, uh, I, I arranged in one day, I brought her over here to the house. I don't know if I ever told you the story, but I brought her over to the house. I said, Mom, why you come over to my house? I got some, some heavy-duty work to do out at your house for a while. And I had been preaching the subject, which Mom would forget immediately because her short-term memory was gone. I said, yeah, well, I'm going to take you over to my house, you and, you, you and your dog, and and, uh, and you can spend time, time with Lori over there for a while while I do some stuff out the house. And what I did, I actually moved a little, a genuine, the place that she stayed in her house was the living room and the kitchen and her bedroom. That is it. Mm-hmm. That big, giant house. So I moved every bit of that furniture that was there. I made a, a exact duplicate replica in this space. It was, it was a work of beauty, I got to tell you. <laughs> and I had these, and we had to mask up and everything. Even back then, this is back in like February. Yeah. We we were even masking up back then, and they were being trying to be careful and stuff. And so then I told mom, I said, "Hey, mom, this COVID is getting really bad." And I came back to the house. I said, "I said I I rented you an apartment for a while uh, to where you can stay. In. It's just right down the road here, but you know." And so I said, "Let me show it to you." And so I I had taken her there before, and so I moved her in there. And it was uh, uh and in that night, you know, I sat there with her and had a glass of wine because she was in the assisted living part of it. Man, I got to tell you. They were bringing her bottles of wine and welcoming her and saying, "Hey, you need anything?" Yeah, exactly. Call, blah blah blah. It was awesome, and and mom was just she settled right in, and she had her TV. She had everything. The channels were tuned to her channel or her, her uh, gun smoke that she liked to watch. <laughs> and that night, that night or that morning, I got a call and they go, oh, "Mr. Nelson, we got some bad news." And I'm like, "Whoa, no!" And they go, "Well, during the night, your your mom." Uh, tried to escape. <laughs> in other words, the, the, it, people can come and go as they please, but they know the person at the door knows when somebody is not supposed to be going yeah, exactly. outside. <laughs> and and mom kept going, I'm going to go for a walk. And she would walk out there in her pajamas and they were like, uh, Mrs. Nelson, maybe you probably shouldn't. And so they were stopping her. And so she, she was bound to determine. So she kept trying to go through the fire escapes. And every time she would open a fire escape door, the alarm would go off in the entire building. And she kept everybody in that place, like a thousand people, <laughs> awake <laughs> all night. And so finally, so uh, so they they called me. They we're gonna have to do something. You're gonna have to get somebody to stay with your mom until she settles in because she's like pissed now. I'm like, okay. So I I called and I I hired somebody to stay with mm-hmm. her. The next night, the next night, <laughs> the next night they they come there and they stay in with her. It was just somebody in a room. My mom hated it. She kept calling me up. What is this person doing in my room? I'm not a baby. Yeah, I know you're not. And I would talk to yeah, her, exactly. talk her off the ledge. And I said, "Look, I said, it's just it's just for your protection, mom, for a while until you get settled in there." And so anyway, so the next morning I get the call again. Uh, I got some bad news, Mister Nelson, and I'm like, "What?" And she's like, uh, "Well, last night, you know, uh, the person who was staying there with her, the, your mom went into her bedroom there, and she says, well, I'm just going to bed.'" And so she went to her bedroom there and took her dog with her and. The lady says, okay, well, I'll be out here if you need anything. And the wet woman was staying there watching TV. And she, she says, all of a sudden, she heard the dog start barking. It was like three hours later. Yeah. She heard the dog start barking. She's like, what's going on? She went in there and looked. Mom had taken the screen out of the window. Second story. Second story. Took a screen out of the window and climbed out the window. It was on the ledge, actually sitting, stooping like a gargoyle on the ledge out there. 30 feet in the freaking oh air. Oh, my God. And, and you know, yeah, so that's how mom ended up in memory care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... And and if flash forward six months later now, she is happier, she's secure, 
She's I bring her her favorite foods all the time, and you know her little snacks and stuff. She's she's in she's great now. You saw yeah her yeah too. I went and visited her yeah, stuff yeah. and I did yeah. But she's she actually put on like twenty pounds since you saw oh, her. Nice. She's like she's really she's really settling in. Good yeah no I was so. talking to a friend of mine. I'm not going to say his name because I'm sure you won't appreciate this, but I got a friend of mine, and he's my age, but his his dad's older. His dad's in his eighties too, and um yeah. you know he's got a deal worked out where he's taking care of his dad. They live together. And, yeah. you know, he's going through something a little different. And it's, 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 he's, he's seeing a side of his father that one, he's never seen before. Two, he's, um, you know, taking care. I mean, his father's, you know, falling on the ground and, you know, pissing himself and all this other shit. And he's got to deal with that. And it sucks, you know, and it's hard. And then, how is he uh, mentally? Is he forgetful? Not shit, really. No, he's not just his body's just. So he didn't have dementia. No, then. no. Um, no. But you know, I mean, and then that, and he's watching Fox News twenty four seven in the house. So it's like, you know, I mean, so I mean, and he's like really developing this animosity towards his father, but it can tell he feels guilty about it too. At the same time, and I'm like, I, and you know, I'm like, look, I, I'm not going. I've I've never gone through this, but I know people who have, and it's like. A really big, that's like a really normal thing to develop this kind of like shitty animosity towards your parents. But you got to remember that that's normal. You know, like it, it is pretty normal that especially, you know, like I remember my mom talking about it, taking care of her dad. And she was just like, kind of got to the point where it's just like every fucking week it was something that was going on. And it was just, is my dad dying this weekend? And, you know, like, like, and she would go through it all over again, those emotions and you know, you just start developing this kind of anger towards your parents when they're going through that. And it's just like, you know, um, you know, I don't think people do talk about that enough, you know? No, no. And, 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 uh, I noticed it that, uh, I, it would just be somebody, a salesman, uh, uh, somebody making a drop in a delivery off to total strangers. And, and it would just be like, you know, uh, they would see something, a walker or something mm-hmm. at your house there and they, they go like, well, boy, I just remember going through stuff with my, my it just bring it up. And all of a sudden, you've got this common bond of, you know, the aging of America. It's like, you know, people get, you know, you get worn out and you get older now. And then it then who, who takes care of you? Yeah. And especially people, think about it, people who don't have, mom's lucky. I, and I, she didn't know, she didn't even know yeah. it. Yeah. Didn't know it uh, or... Would never admit it. She she had money, mm-hmm. you know, and it was good for dad. Made some money for her and stuff like that. Um, and she had kids. Good yeah, good combination. So, there. so you know what? Cool there kids was, that give a shit. Around. Yeah, yeah. And can you imagine? Can you imagine uh, being somebody who doesn't have kids, doesn't didn't have any resources, didn't have don't have anybody? Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, what happens to you? I don't know. Right? Yeah. I mean, you probably yeah. you so, probably don't last very long. Let me put it that way. Now, if we lived if we lived in Sweden or Japan, guess what? <laughs> Japanese take care of the elders too. So, well, yeah. Well, even in Sweden, in Sweden, if the when you get to a certain uh, point, you know, because you know families over in Sweden, even they want you to stay social and stuff like this. And the people who have nobody or 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 can't can't stay with whatever families or whatever. They have, you know, I won't call them state-run because that sounds crappy. But no, they, this is part of their 
okay, social fabric is Oh, for, easy where you're going they, there, they, man. You're going to give Preston other. a chubby here thinking that you're a comrade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, yeah, you know, that social safety net is important. Yeah. You no, it's fuckers out there. Super important. You know, I mean, it is. It's it important. sucks because you know what? You go listen great. back. Capitalism's great. You got to have a social safety you, net. You listen to this song. I, I Phil Collins, or it's a Genesis song, actually. The 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 you know the one where he's like Superman, where are you now? Uh, Land of confusion. And there's this fucking line oh, in yeah, that yeah. song, man, where he's like, it's so full of shit and pisses me off because I remember being a kid listening to that th- song, thinking, oh. The boomers are going to fix this because it is one fucking line in the song. My generation's going to make it right, is what he said. And boy, was he fucking wrong. <laughs> Your generation, no offense, did not make I'm it right. I'm rocking a song in my head right now. It's, that's a good song, right? Yeah, it's an excellent song. I, I haven't listened to the lyrics in that in a while. Oh, they're hardcore, yeah, man. That's, that's, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Um, uh, yeah. But anyway, the, my point being is that, you know, that's that's part of the... As we were discussing, even with the uh, the Snoid Snoider last mm-hmm. week, uh, I think you know the big, the good part of that is that you know, and uh, you know, Joe, he's he's really involved in something good, and he cares about you know people who who've been displaced from society and stuff like that. And, and but there's a, it's a, that's a big crowd, yeah. Um, you know, and it's not it's not getting any better. And if you know, I even I belong you know to, to the Masonic Lodge. Mm-hmm. I'm a, a master mason, and and so that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And for me, um, the lessons uh, that, conspiracy that aside. it taught me, <laughs> yeah. Besides that, besides controlling the world, which if we were, we we're shit. We're doing we a shitty job. <laughs> you guys suck. You guys, we're gonna get somebody else to control the world. You guys are really bad at this. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. So, no, that's okay. But but you know, I did. It says you know, there's an expression there. It says it's a, you know, it's just some beautiful, beautiful uh, language and beautiful teachings in it. And it, and it was a, it was a, you know, and I won't repeat it. It's not secret, but you're not supposed to blab it out. But it was essentially you're supposed to take care of everybody. Yeah. You know, you know the the needy, the destitute. Uh, and and uh, and the afflicted. Uh, there's this expression that says, "Pour the oil of joy into the hearts of afflict the afflicted." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're human. It gives me chill bumps. We're supposed to be doing that for each other. Yeah, exactly. Even yeah. people we don't like, like our our relatives. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, it's, there's it's so. I don't know how we we get there and how we quit being selfish and and I, what I consider to be selfish. And some people are like, "Doggy dog." Yeah. If you can't fucking hang, then you should die. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lowly dog. Great. <laughs> Doggy dog. Yeah, no. Yeah. Bod? Yeah, bod. Do you spell dog D-A-W-G, right? Sometimes. Like, what's up, dog? <laughs> what's up, what's dog? Up, dog? Um, I tell you what, are you on Instagram? No. You should be specifically for one reason. Um, there are three pages that really just... Um, are kind of my reason for being right now. They kind of keep me going. Oh, wow. Uh, one being uh, uh, Kids Getting Hurt is the name of that page. Uh, the other one is Morons. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in Morons already. Doing Things is the other one. And then Wicked Slams. Oh, These are, are 
Really? Why haven't I been involved? That's in what this? I'm telling you, man. You should download Instagram. You should make a uh, Never Go Phil Nelson Instagram page, and just I'm going to send you links to these. And the, the, it is just the the j- j- some of the best. I mean, it's never like people like maiming maiming themselves, but just enough. Like especially the kids ones, like kids getting hurt. It's just like uh, just enough for you to go. <laughs> what? You ever wonder about that? Uh, why that's because they're little because they're it, tiny it, by the way i'm not questioning it it's <laughs> fucking hilarious when people eat it it really oh, it's is the best man it really it's is the best it's the best it's yeah. the best but why i don't understand why it yeah, is it's the slapstick i guess it just yeah, is it's the slapstick of it you know yeah. it's just yeah it's even funny when i eat oh it, my god sometimes i'm laughing let me tell you I, before i even check myself let me out tell you sure something buddy um i was <laughs> this was when i'm right two years after i moved to orlando and this is a quick, funny fucking story that goes right along with this. Two years after I moved to Orlando, I was living in this kind of over-the-house deal. And I was working downtown, and I was living downtown. So, And I it was a period of my life in my early 30s where I didn't have a driver's license because I was habitualized, a traffic offender, or some bullshit like that. And really, the reality of the situation is I forgot to pay a couple tickets. <laughs> I was a threat to society. Nah, 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 nah. I forgot <laughs> to pay a couple tickets, and then they ripped my license away from me. We won't get into it. Anyways, I was riding a bike to okay. work, right? Which was already de- just kind of degrading enough as a 30-year-old man riding a bike to work. But whatever. I'm not knocking people. Now people choose to, you know? Well, you got to put a rubber suit on and put one of them with the helmets on. <laughs> yeah. and you'll be fine. So I'm I'm like riding riding my bike to work, and... Uh, I had this really cool bike back then. It had like ape hangers on it. It was like a stretched out bike, you know? And uh, I used to cut across this parking lot and and it was an empty parking lot. And it had throughout the parking lot, these like little grassy kind of inserts where there had like trees or whatever. Sometimes it was just grass. And I remember when I go to work, uh, it was at that time where the sun is going down and anybody who lives in Florida during the summer after a rain shower, we have some of the best fucking sunsets. It doesn't matter where you live. You don't have to live on the beach. Oh, yeah. If you can see the sunset, it's amazing. Um, and I remember I'm riding my bike and I'm like looking up and I look, I see the sunset and I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like it was like breathtaking. And I, I remember thinking to myself, this is one of those moments. This is for me. Nobody else is looking at. I'm the only one looking at this. <laughs> this sunset is for and then oh, just like that, I hit one of those little curb mediums. I flipped over the handlebars on my bike oh, and I landed on my back. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I got up. You know what that was? It was kind of like God was like, "Watch this." He dangles, look at, hey, look at the sunset, look at the sunset, and then he takes his finger and goes, "Yeah, exactly." Remember when PB right Herman eats foot. it on the bicycle? That was me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody saw it. Nobody did. I was on the ground laughing, looking around, and nobody. So, so how long did it take you to, to get up? That you were oh, like, I was uh, laughing my uh, ass off. But nobody saw. I thought I, I thought I would get up, and somebody would be laughing there at me. So you weren't you weren't wounded? No, or no, I was fine. Yeah. I got up got up on my bike and <laughs> rode to work, laughing my ass off. Your brother did something similar when he was a kid, but boy, he oh yeah, he, he took he it really, hard though. He, yeah, he came inside yeah, with a bloody one, nose he did and shit. Yeah, and, and the, the the front tire uh-huh. came out, and then the fork stuck oh, in yeah. the asphalt. <laughs> I thought he got beat up. I was like, did somebody beat you up? Yeah, he had grass in his hair and shit. <laughs> well, the funniest, my funny uh, story was that when I was working, of course, working. And, uh, and, and I was up, we were setting, I was driving piling and I was running the crane. I was running the crew as well, which is a bad combination. Uh, cause you never want to 
pissed off superintendent mm-hmm. running the crane that everybody's working around. That's not a yeah, good idea. Yeah, that sounds like a bad idea. Anyway, so I'm up on this big giant mound of dirt, big giant slope, probably 30 feet down to the water. And the guys were driving these pilings down in the water and the water's like 15, 20 foot deep. And so, uh, and I was trying to get them to do something, trying to get them to do something, swinging the crane around. And 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 I was like, God, you know, you know me. I was like, God damn it. The you dragon. Know, I'm like, and I hit the cab lock out. and I locked the cab, <laughs> locked the brakes. Yeah, I locked the brakes. And I jumped out of the damn cab. And I'm like, with a run down there. And I'm running down this slope because I'm, I'm just pissed. <laughs> I'm running down the slope and there's this little tiny root that kind of weaves its way out and it caught my one foot and I'm running down like a 45 degree slope and I'm like, I'm hitting like 15 knots, man. I'm going, I'm That root going. was like, I'm, I'm going to spend my whole life, like, This my whole life was for this purpose. It's, <laughs> it's meant to be. It clips my one foot and I, and I turned into fucking Superman flying and I was flying in a 45 degree angle my belly was like a foot <laughs> off the ground. I'm flying. Yeah. And I could, I, it was a long time, man. It, it was, was long like, enough to realize, hey, I'm still flying. Of, <laughs> I'm like, when is this going to end? And I whoosh, hit the water, right? And of course, I'm underwater then, and I, I'm, I'm laughing underwater. <laughs> and I went from furious, murderous fury to just die and laughing underwater, almost going to drown. And I came up out of the water, <laughs> and expecting all the all these guys who have been like irritated yeah, with me up on the frame above me to be laughing their ass off, and they fucking. Oh my it. god! And and the next thing they all they're they're looking around. I can see them <laughs> they're they're looking, looking for like, you. Where the fuck do you go? <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, I'm and not here." They look down and they're like, "What are you doing in the water?" <laughs> I was uh, I was it was it hot was, in that cabin. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, did you eject? Did you get ejected out? Is there of a teleportation crane? device in there? <laughs> <laughs> how did you? How did you fly fifty feet into the water? <laughs> you're like, oh, you're like, well, God. about that, you should have seen it because <laughs> that hadn't happened. I meant to do that. I was. Oh hot. man, there, uh, it was very. On a funny note to end to, uh, Ronan said something the other day, yesterday, I think it was, and I never heard it before. And I apparently Steph was telling me because it was me and her and she we heard him say it and I, she heard it before I'd never heard this before I thought it was the funniest damn thing because I got the mental imagery of it when I and you know how kids kids say the damnedest things they really do man he was like he's like sitting there and out of nowhere and he's like he's like did you know that if if you if you sneeze with your eyes open they'll pop out. <laughs> I was like, I was like thinking about <laughs> what? He's <laughs> like, if you sneeze and your eyes are open, your eyes will pop out. <laughs> so what, what was it? What was the look on his face when he's telling you this? He's like he dead fucking like serious, a, man. He's just like, dead, oh yeah, he's dead, dead serious. And I, I started laughing. I'm like, I'm what? <laughs> Stuff's like, you never heard that before. And I'm like, no. It's just like this is like a thing kids tell each other. I'm like, no. I wish somebody would. I would have gone my whole life thinking that. Oh, I better close my eyes. Or my eyes are gonna pop out. I was like, no, I don't. I don't Ugh. think that's true. I don't think that's true. I'll, I I'll, I'll true, test so. it. I'll test it. And then we got into conversation <laughs> of how terrible it would be if your eye popped out. You think about it as a parent. Okay, I, 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 I probably have a pretty good idea as a dad how many times I've had to say that. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that's not. That's <laughs> and now not it's right. your turn, no. son. It's like I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> that's okay. You you keep doing that. It's not gonna hurt yeah, you. Yeah. No. I. You know what? I was uh, watching <laughs> Aliens with. Peter and Steph last night, and you know, I, I don't want to sound like. Look, I'm just going to come out and say it. the 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 the, the way that that writers are writing 
I'm going to make sure I phrase this in a way that's going to sound appropriate. Um, Preston, when I cut this. Well, that would ruin everything. <laughs> the way w- male writers, especially, are writing female heroes these days um, are just kind of fucking driving me crazy, right? And let me back this up with a something. I do like female heroes. I just like them written realistically. There's this uh, term, I guess it's uh, Mary Sue. It's basically, oh, she's just badass just because she's just badass, right? Um, we can't make. And I was like, I was like, no, no, because I, I, perfect example that Gina Carrera on that fucking Mandalorian TV show. I just can't stand her. I think she's a terrible actress. She's just walking around all like, she's just everything about her. And she's not badass. I'm sorry, she's just not. And then... Did something happen to her? The second season, she came back and she was disturbing. Yeah, I don't looking. know, man. She the just, first it, season, I was she just like, fucking oh. gets on my... And then the second season, I'm But like, it's not because oh, she's wow, a powerful fucking like woman. It's not, it has nothing to do for, with it. For no Because, you know, Neil gives me a hard time. Oh, you're just misogynistic. I'm like, no. Perfect example. Perfect example. Aliens 2 and Ripley's character, right? Like, she's fucking badass. Like, she's so badass that she takes control over a military unit, right? Like, they start looking to her for yeah. answers, right? Not only that, she's the only one that fucking walks away from that, you know, basically unharmed. She kicks the aliens' asses. She wins. She blows up the planet, you know. I mean, she's just a badass, but she's still a woman. She's still empathetic. She's still motherly. Dude, the way she talks to the child, it's like you feel like she's that kid's mother in that movie. Like, she's— well, and it's re- it's it's realistic because you know she's. We all know people who have got that perseverance, that courage that that takes, and you know, and in those muscle-headed arm, uh, those, those army guys, guys, they no, didn't have. They, they, didn't. None they, of them did. they were they were ba- they were badasses in a fight. Yeah, fight, yeah, yeah. But they didn't have. But that. when it came to. No, but they didn't have the kind of courage. And, and she was scared and, too. And, you know, you she know, was like, that, no, I'm not going back there. You couldn't, I mean, and it wasn't until like she realized that if she doesn't, that that not only these families that are living there are are probably going to die or already dead, that they're going to bring these aliens back here and that she has to stop that from happening. You yeah, know, and so it's yeah. like, and she's such a, such a badass fucking hero, right? Badass hero. And yeah. so that's that's my argument to people who call like no, I just want to see female heroes written awesome like that. That's what I want to see. I want it to be you know, and, and I want my male heroes to okay. be written like well, that too. I will agree with you to a certain point. But anything with Scarlett Johansson in it being a badass, I'm gonna watch <laughs> and I'm gonna have a ball. I I I uh, that that the one that that what is the one where she gets shot with the juice and she becomes this uh, you know, like a, like the fifth element or something. She becomes. Yeah, this, I didn't uh, see that one. I don't know for, for what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh my god, it's really good. I don't know. I like her in those things. Yeah, right? I think she's okay but, with that you know. stuff. I liked her in the Ghost in the Shell movie that they did. Yeah, that was yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. Um, well, and that's something you can kind of okay. Well, it's yeah. a, she's. An yeah, I mean, whatever. Or, so she can. Yeah, she's fucking. Whatever, that's explainable. Yeah. But this shit with Ray in the new Star fucking War series. Oh, she's she never learned how to use a lightsaber. She never learned how to use the Force. She never learned. She never learned any of this shit. She just knows how to do it. You know, we got we got fucking well, Luke that, training in three movies to become a fucking Jedi. Well, that didn't have anything to do with her being a woman. It was just that that storyline wasn't believable was just, because yeah, of, of that person. It sucked. All of it sucked. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was to me too. She never picked up a lightsaber. Yeah, but she just knows how to like, use it now, right? Get out of here. Nobody trained yeah, her. Well, that, that kind of like so much for your Jedi training. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I, Whatever. yeah, I, 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 I just want, I want good writing. That's what I want. I want good fucking writing, man. I want, 
Well, it's good. I was thinking about that. We were watching some, we watched something. Oh, my God, it was horrible. We watched this, uh, I don't even know what it was. But we were watching this thing, and there's so much stuff on Netflix now and everything else. It's like, and some of it's good, some of it's just horrible. And uh, and I was like, well, that's just doesn't, it's, uh, come on, please make it at least plausible. Mm-hmm. Even if it's science fiction, make it to where, as a human being, it makes sense to me that, yeah, I can see a human being putting themselves in mm-hmm. that position. But every once in a while, I was like, nope, nobody would, nobody yeah. would do that. No. You know, I mean, it's just, it just doesn't make go. sense. Here you go, Neil. Here's another fucking female hero that I've just always <laughs> been a huge fan of. The Valkyrie and the original Conan movie. His girlfriend, she's such a badass in that fucking movie, man. The actress that yeah. plays her is a badass. Uh, another one. Uh, the chick from Indiana Jones. What's her name? Uh, fucking. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Marion? She's awesome in that movie, too. She's a great. I mean, she's a little comedic. I she's a little her. comedic, but she's still great. Yeah, but she's she's a she's, she's a, a badass. badass. You don't have you don't have to be a physical juggernaut to be. Ah, a badass. She's a badass in that movie, man. She is, but she's a realistically and she's friggin' smart yeah, as hell. She's super, and she's she's uh, witty. Uh, she's I mean she she's running a bar in fucking Mongolia or wherever they are, and she's the only female in there. Yeah. drinking everybody under the table. You know, I mean she's just yeah. It's a good written, well written character, real thought out character. You know? Yeah, that's good. Well, it's good to see movies that, that where the characters actually have depth in them, like Predator. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, and I don't care. I don't care. People can argue about that. That those characters in that, Fucking, yeah, which, they're awesome. It's you know, and that's what that's yeah. what Aliens had. That's what all these other movies had. And we were talking about that last night. They just don't make movies where not only do they do good, solid, quick, sturdy character development, right? They do world building. I mean, aliens, you don't need to hear a bunch of information. You give just enough information to let your imagination fill in the blanks. You know what I mean? That's perfect world building, man. And then you got a good storyline too and complete endings. You know what I mean? People just don't do that anymore. You know, a perfect example of directors who don't fucking do that are those goddamn Coen brothers, man. They will put together a perfect storyline. <laughs> They'll make some cool characters, develop those characters really well, and then just fucking shit all over the end of the movie on purpose. What the <laughs> fuck, man? They don't even do that. They just kind of like, yeah. over. Oh, it's over. <laughs> like, yeah, what was that? What? Uh, the the one Neil loves to complain about. What is that movie? Uh, oh, no. You know, no Country for Old Men. No Jesus Country Christ. For old men? Yeah, that thing. What a fucking shit ending that was. Don't even show us the guy dying. I saw that in the theaters. Everybody in the theater stood up at the same time and went, what the fuck? (laughs) I mean, and we were all over his sexy. (laughs) We're like, what the fuck? Even the true grit had a shit ending to it, man. It was just like, what the fuck is this? This is the ending that you... Oh, it's a terrible ending. Terrible ending. Uh, Burn after... Agree to disagree. Yeah, it was a crappy ending. Oh, you mean mean her going up there and... uh, This is weird. This is a uh, weird, crappy ending, the way it ended. It was just... Oh, you mean her, uh, or, oh, you mean the, the old lady with the... I don't remember. I just remember scene? hating the ending. Uh, burn After burn oh. after Reading, that was a terrible ending. It was weird. Mm. Just, I'm a big fan of, uh, of, of course, the Big Lebowski. And, yes, but and even the, that ended kind of, like, just abruptly and just... Well, that was, yeah, yeah, but but the, but True Grit, <laughs> I'm, his rendition of it, yeah, I mean, you're just a fan of really Jeff good. Daniels, just like I'm a fan of Jeff Daniels. I mean, I could watch him in anything, really, to be honest. But you know, I, I can say this: I like old Jeff Daniels better than young Jeff, uh, Jeff Daniels. Young Jeff Daniels was just a not not no. good. No, but that's it. Yeah, that's like, it. I I, yeah. I like. It's kind of like uh, it, it, it's kind of like uh, 
know, uh, the guy you're talking about, the, the Big Lebowski, you know, that's, he's, he was the same way when he that's was Jeff younger. That's Jeff Daniels. Nah, that's not Jeff Daniels. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not Jeff Daniels. Or I'm thinking of, oh, wait, 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 yeah. no, yeah. Nope. 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 Uh, um, yeah, I'm. Jesus Christ. What am I fucking saying? Uh, what the yeah. hell is his name? That's who um, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? Everybody out there is going, there's I know, I know. I've got such us. a brain fart right now. Jesus. Um, fucking, so, he's uh, a Jeff. Jeff Bridges. Jeff yeah. Bridges, yeah. Fucking, no. I yeah, don't like Jeff him younger Bridges. either, though. I don't like young Jeff Bridges. Oh, no. He was no good younger but either. When he, nope. when he hit I absolutely agree. Fucking, yeah. Starman? Yeah, Weird. Was just when he hit 50, though? That was just disturbing. He was just all of a sudden cool. It's cool. Who Jeff Bridges. When he hit 50 years old, he was just cool. Yeah. 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 He, he mellowed. He, he, uh, no, he I'll take it back. I do like something. Jeff Daniels. I've, I've, I've even like it, like arachnophobia. What a good story. Like that, that's another one of those movies, you know, and then what that movie does good too. arachnophobia does. I love these movies that take dudes or characters or girls, whatever that would never ever work together or be in a situation and they build this like little camaraderie with them and they're like this little team of people that they would never hang out with each other but you got this great yeah. little uh you know fellowship you know what i mean i love movies that do that because you got you know you got the the cool spider guy you got jeff daniels who's the doctor you got that cool corner with a little bit lapel remember him that he was always making fun of the goonies it's, it's the, the goonies, goonies man the goonies is a perfect example yeah yep building that yeah. little fellowship yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool Nothing like a like like a team building predator, predator team. <laughs> yeah. If it bleeds, team. We can when, kill which it. Which one of those guys is alike? Not no. one of them. Yep. Not one nope. of them. They all got their little specialty. Well, this has been well, great, cool, man. man. Uh, we're we uh, we we both of us vowed to. Keep yeah, it, yeah. We're uh, we're pretty close. Yep, we're at that number. So, but uh, but uh, you got big plans this week, nope. man. I got big plans of working my yep. ass off. That's about it. And I've got, cool. So stay busy. Yeah, stay I mean busy. between that and I'm podcasting gonna, uh, and everything. Whew, got some. I got my uh, I got my second COVID shot, which I must tell everybody, which means that I am uh, nothing changes for me. So, as far as I'm concerned, I'm telling everybody that because everybody thinks that oh, like like my my friend came over, ah, oh, you got your second shot, super, you're now your Superman, you got to go out and do all kinds of stuff. And I go, nope, nope, because I don't want to bring it home to my wife. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Where it goes, because I'm not a yeah. dick. I'm not a complete. Am I gonna get sick? Anyway. Probably not. Maybe I don't know. I mean, we really don't have enough don't information yet anyways, so, yeah. Yeah, I feel better with it than without it, so yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, I, I agree um, with you totally. Um, well, cool, man. I think the next couple anyway. episodes, we got, I, I got a guest we're bringing in next week, and, and then the week after that, there's going to be a little something special, too, I think, uh, we're doing something a little fun and uh, different. So we got some good episodes coming up. I'm looking forward to it. And then cool. um, it's good talking to you, cool. man. It's good seeing you. Good yeah. talking to you, buddy. You say uh, you keep Hell yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Uh, this episode was produced by Dark Waters Productions, executive produced by Ben Nelson Jr., mixed, mastered, and edited by Preston Hardwick. Thanks.
Ah!